Hey, welcome back everyone to the Reflux Blue Show. I'm your host, Donovan Beery. As, and, we're, and we're just starting up uh, season 16. And we brought back Jen Landis from uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Jen, how are you doing over there? Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. How are you today? Season Good. 16, that's pretty, that's amazing. Yeah, we have a couple seasons of the Be a Design cast before that. So, I mean, we've we've been podcasting in one way or another since 2005, which is, which doesn't, which sounds surreal. I didn't even know if computers were around back then. Yeah, I don't think they were. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a new thing. Now, last time we had you on the show, I think was like 2019, which, which I know has only been a few years, but because of those years, it feels like an eternity ago. That was so far long in the past <laughs> yes it was at the the convention in omaha can't remember the name of it right now the on brand run by yes, and i think i think there's like four or five organizations that run that they do a great job of it so and and they and they did start up we, we the uh the last episode i think that we launched last year was recorded they when they brought that back so they moved they moved the, they moved where it was located but it's still they, it's going again great where did they move it to they moved it to the Scott Center this year. Oh, yeah. I think part of it is they didn't quite. I mean, it's just a weird like nobody knows how anything is going to start up again. Like, you know, when when you have a couple of years off, like, what do we do? So, well, that's cool. Now, you when we spoke to you, you were all about pin curl girls, and and which which I still it's some sort of tongue twister I have trouble saying, but it's it's about girl empowerment and creativity with with the youth. Which you've now sprung off onto a few other activities since then. If you want to, if you want to tell I our have. audience about what else, yeah. what, what else is going on, and what else is going, what is continuing to go on with the pin curl girls. Well, you got it right. I think that is a tongue twister for sure. Everyone pretty much botches it, but you did it. You did it. You did it great. Um, pin curl girls. I, I'm still doing them and still loving those. I have uh, different products that I release. I have pencil bags and calendars and stuff. But during the pandemic, talking about going back a few years, I wanted to do something more like with the girls. So I started what I call the art gang. And that's when I hop on Zoom with a group of girls, young girls from the ages of eight to 13. And we do art projects together. It's super fun. They get messy. I encourage them to make mistakes, use their imagination. So that is a lot of fun. I've been doing that. And then recently, I just finished up a book that I'm really, really, really excited about. It's called Skip the Bad Songs. And it's a book for teens in order to teach them some fun activities and games in order to not focus on the negative but focus on the positive and learn positive thinking and positive mindset. And it's full of over 150 activities that the kids could do, the teens could do. And you could just flip to any page in the book, read a pep talk, do an activity and close it until the next time. And I do want to talk about the book because I've, because I've seen just a couple things, but I want to talk about art gang a little bit first. So sure. for disclosure yeah. there, my, my daughter's been a member of art gang for, I don't know, half a year, nine months, a year. Yep. I don't, uh -huh. I lose track of time, but, yeah. but she enjoys it. I know you have activities. I mean, there's a constant thing where you, you go in there every day and give them something that they can draw. Not everyone does every day, obviously. Uh, right. Sometimes they skip and it's like, Hey, have you done anything? And then, and then they, they meet up like 
once or twice a month to to do either another activity or discuss what they've done or you've even brought in a guest speaker from another country i love having daily challenges for the girls so we're on a, we're on a private app and all the girls can pick up in the morning and see what the daily challenge is some of them do it some of them don't like you say but they get to chat with each other and they get to upload the art they get to say oh that's cool how did you do that I get to ask questions like how did you come up with that color palette kind of probe them to think a little bit more it's a lot of fun you can tell when they're all on it together my phone is just blowing up with like comments and emojis and I learned so much from these girls like I'm going to botch the name and you might have to correct me if you know it, but Friday nights at Freddy's or something like that. They all love drawing those characters. Not all that, of them, but a lot of them. That, that sounds correct. And I'm going to also age myself that I don't, I'm, I'm aware of it, but I don't, I don't, right, it's, it's, right, it's, right. It, it's also just, it came out. I have nothing against it, but there's a lot of things where you just, things happen to come out and you're the wrong age for it. That's right. 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 So, I'm going to do a little bit more research on that and like really figure that out. But we also do different like themes. So I did a theme on creating digital art to put on the blockchain. I also had a girl from China come in, or Japan, I'm sorry, girl from Japan come in and show us her artwork, which was really fun for the girls. So, you know, just keeping them engaged connecting with them, seeing what they're up to. They show, they provide so much imagination and positivity. I just, I just thrive on it. And I think they're thriving too. No, I think it's great. And, and where do people go to find more if they're interested or if, if they're in the age range that's good for it or. Yeah, it, they can go to creativeartprojects.com and they can look there. There are a few different ways to join different like packages so to speak and i like to offer one month free so if anyone wants to try it i encourage you to just connect with me and i can have uh, your daughter be added to the app that i was speaking of and invite her to the zoom and see what she thinks yeah because i think the other thing that's, that we found really helpful is that and i know all schools are different but the schools at that age art seems to be one that even when I was that age, they just start cutting out. It seems to get lost behind. So, so you know, if, if you want that creativity, sometimes you have to find a way. I see art projects that my kids bring home from school and I and I like them. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see them, but they only do it for half an hour, right? And once a week, maybe. So being able to challenge them every day to try to draw something um, I think is really helpful to keep their imaginations. I have to say your daughter's imagination is absolutely one of my favorites. When she <laughs> that picture of all of the candy from Harry Potter that she drew when she was at her grandma's house and she was laying next to it. It's just, I love that. It's so creative. I don't know what it was. We were, we were, we were taking her to grandma's and she, you could see her in the way there. She was like thinking about something in the back of her head. And then when she got there, she's like, I'm going to draw all the candy that they have in the book. And she just spent a couple of days like doing these and we didn't tell her anything. She just was like, I need an activity. And she just did all these, but 
but I realized when they had so many, I was like, you need to lay down and I need to lay these next to you. Because I don't think if I just had her upload them on something or showed them, anyone would realize like how much was involved, yeah. you know? So it's like, I was like, that. yeah, because, because it was, that. yeah, because it was, it was a full, I mean, it, she was just part of it and they were, they're all around her, but yeah, that's amazing. We also uh, hopped on a Zoom one night and started doing Harry Potter character mashups. So I gave them a prompt of, what would happen if uh, Hermione met Batgirl or whatever? And tell me the story of how that would be. And it was just so fun to hear their their imaginations go and the stories that they would create with these character mashups from different. The kids at that age are they they can be a lot, which is fun. We're going to be right back with Jen Landis. Jen, so you said you have a book called "Skip the Bad Songs." We'll start with this. Where do people go to find out about the book? When's it coming out? Where do they go to get a copy? Just to back up a bit about the book, I started sending out a daily text message to teens back starting back in like 2018. And I would send one every single day. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if I could take these encouraging texts and like put some more context to it and turn it into a book? So I've been writing this for three years or four years and I'm finally to the place where I think this is this is cool I like it I had one of the students at the university illustrate it for me which was really fun and brought it to a whole new level and right now it is available for pre-order and you can find that at skipthebadsongs.com and it should come out mid to late April so very soon and this is your first book, right? Or have I missed it one? Is. I haven't. Okay, I'm no. just making sure because sometimes, you know, people who write books write multiple books. So I've now you're going to have to start. In there. That's what I've I mean. Got yeah. More in there. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, do you have a book written? No, no. no. I, okay. I, this, this, this audio uh, thing is my book, I guess, as, as I would, yeah, as I could yeah. say. It's a lot of fun to do. What are the other books you have in there that you're saying about? Like, like you mentioned, oh, you have, yeah. Like, is there a dream book? Is there any hints, any ideas that, that you can share? I mean, that won't be stolen. I would, for some reason, I am a teenager inside. Like, there's still that 12-year-old awkward child inside that I think needs more and more and more love. So I'm writing books for her. So the next book that I want to write, and for all the 12-year-olds inside, or 12-year-old actually, or 13, I'm just like really into using your mind to create things for yourselves and, 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 and become, stay positive and not try to go down the path of feeling awful, right? I'm just an optimist and a positive person. It's like a science to me. It's like a religion to me. I just really love it. So there's a thing called the emotional ladder where you can start being really angry and then you can like feel better by being, or you could be like, I don't know, I don't have it memorized, but like you could feel better by being a little annoyed and then you can feel better by being a little bored and then you could feel better by being a little distracted. So like you can work your way up the ladder in order to feel good. And I think that's important to know as a, as a teen that when you want to feel good, it's not 
easy to jump from the bottom rung to the top that just taking incremental steps on feeling good will also just release some of that tension inside that you're feeling. I wanted, I wanted to disseminate that into a fun way for a team to be like, oh, I see that. I'm going to try it. And, and what do you want people to get out of this book, the Skip the Bad Songs? Is that is that it or is there or is there another part to this? The the Skip the Bad Songs is a whole bunch of activities and pep talks for different situations that you might find yourself in. So there's seven different chapters and each chapter has a different subject. So one chapter is about friendships and self-love. And so I, I give scenarios if you're have social anxiety and you're, you you have to go to a birthday party and you're feeling awkward, I'll give you some ideas in order to feel less awkward and to feel better. And so each chapter has seven or eight different scenarios that you might find yourself in and then some a pep talk and then two or three or four activities that you could try in order to make yourself feel better. And these and sound like bad songs. Oh, okay. And what, what are the bad songs? The bad songs... Yeah, so the bad songs are like those negative thoughts that you have in your head where you're like, I'm not good enough. I, I'm terrible at this. I'm terrible at art. I don't, nobody likes me. It's it's pretending like those thoughts are actually th songs on your Spotify or um, on your playlist and you just skip them. You're like, ah, I'm not going to have that thought today. And you skip it and you go on to the next thought. These are These are also very realistic sounding scenarios. Like when you say that scenarios, I just immediately jump to, you know, like crazy things out there. But these are things that actually are probably useful. Everyday scenarios. Um, I have page on like overachievers. I have a page on just being more creative. I have a page on like being more 100% you and not worrying about what other people, what you think other people think of you in ways to try to put yourself out there a little bit. Um, they're, they're pretty much all daily things that a teenager would go through about being mad at parents or being, you know, having to do stuff they don't want to do, those sorts of things. So I got a lot to look forward to. I'm only a few years away from uh, being on the other end of this uh, this book. There are things that an eight year old can get out of the book. It's not. It's 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 not. It doesn't. She's she's ten. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm she's only 10. I'm only a few years few years away from yeah, the, yeah, the heart yeah, of this yeah, book. Get ready. Get ready. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What's the chapter I need to really focus in on on this book? <laughs> I think. Presley is an amazing child, and I don't think you have anything to worry about. Okay, I know, but but it's you're starting to say these, and I'm like, I think even even amazing kids still have these I scenarios. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what I have found through research and test groups is, like, I showed this book to a, a five or six teens in a in a test group. And I asked them, what would you think about if your parents gave you this? And half of them were like, I would hate that. I don't want my parents giving me anything like this, right? <laughs> and parent and kids don't want to listen to their parents either. So this book, I don't know how they're going to get it if you're not going to give it to her. But um, like friends or they said social studies teachers are, would be okay to get this book from or a cool aunt. But they don't want to listen to their parents. So this is like a parent 
this is a book disguised. This is a parent disguised as a fun, cool book for teens. Okay, so you have to buy the book for your kid, but have it shipped as if it's coming from their aunt. <laughs> yes. Okay, I like I like <laughs> this. Is, this is a fun marketing angle. Like how to how to get this happened? You know, like that's right. Like like the you know we'll address it from the aunt, but they know it's from you. However, you can get it to work, right? Right. Full of sugar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look what just randomly appeared on your bookcase. I think you've had this for years and just never looked at it before. Yeah, right. Okay. Or I'll give it to her. I, I think she, I think I might be the cool aunt. So. There, yeah, you would be a cool aunt. That's right. So I'm doing something really cool with it where I am self-publishing it because A, I'm always like a renegade. Like I don't want to follow the system. I don't want to wait for anybody to say yes. I don't want to like deal with all the bureaucracy. So what I'm doing is I'm fundraising for to print 1,000 books and then giving those books away for free for to teens. So once I make reach the goal to actually finance the printing of them, then I'll have a space on my website where the teens could request one and I'll just mail them one. And I also want to work with different nonprofit boys and girls groups that could help distribute them as well. And, and the people can find out how to how to help with that on the on the skip the bad parts or skip the bad songs dot com. Skip the bad songs. Yep. Yep. That's correct. Okay. Well, that I mean, that's that sounds great. I also when you say you're self-publishing, I also wonder it's like because I don't even know who's publishing books anymore. Like a lot of the I know a lot of the design books, uh, the publishers are I mean, I know they're still making books, but it's not like um, that that market is not like it was. Right. I mean, there is some like taboo so to speak still from like the uh, some authors you know where it's like well anyone can publish that doesn't mean it's good and that's fine this doesn't have to be good but it's still what I'm doing and I'm putting myself out there and I'm doing it so yeah well everyone I've talked to that's been in a, a niche market of you know and, and like the design like for example all these design books a lot of them just moved to self-publish because that's if, if you don't have a mass market book that's publishable to absolutely everyone, um, that's why I said, I don't know. I don't know who you would go to right now. I, I'm sure there's places, but it's not like they were. Well, you'd have to, if you wanted to go to get published from one of the big publishing houses, you'd have to get an agent first, right? Agents take time to write the letter and they go through it and like, they'll get back to you three to six months. And I just don't have any patience for that. Like, I've been writing this book for three years. I'm going for it. Right. And I right. have heard some self-published artists, uh, authors actually get published by a bigger uh, publisher after they see that it's, that it's like successful. I know that, I know that a lot of, you know, I talk, I've talked to a lot of people that have published books over the years. And I remember one of them telling me once that they, that they 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 talk to a publisher that's no longer around, by the way. But they talk to them and they said, "Well, do you have any? Uh, you don't have any sales records. Like, there's no sales track. We don't know." And so they were having issues. Since then, they've they've published a few books, but that first one was hard to get because of that. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, things are changing, right? I mean, just embrace it. I'm embracing yeah. it. Well, that's great. Well, I look forward to seeing this thing in April. So. All right, we're going to be right back with uh, with Jen Landis. So, Jen, I guess the other big news is since we've last spoke is is you've you've left the the 
I don't want to say it's not the design world, but but you you very similar to myself. You you and by the way, this is I guess is news to some people. We're we're both teaching full time now. Well, what, I didn't what, know that you were teaching full time. Yeah, I just started up uh, in the fall. I'm I'm full time at uh, Metropolitan Community College, where I've been adjunct at for years. So I, I still do my other stuff, but that's why I'm not in my office. I'm in my home office. And uh, I just, I guess I kind of swapped my day and night jobs. So my main focus is now teaching, which is, which has been good, but it's, it's quite the change. What, and you also went through the process. Yeah. So I had been in advertising and different agencies since I graduated college. I mean, I went two weeks before I got my first job and have been working ever since. Um, And you, you just, I just came to a point where. I had reached where I wanted to be, right? I was the executive creative director at an ad agency. I checked all my boxes. I climbed all my ladders and I looked around and go, okay, what's next? Like did it right. And I was, you know, a little bit burned out and tired and just wanted to do something different. And um, I ended up putting in my notice before I even had anything else lined up. And one afternoon, before I even my notice was even up, I had this thought that says, call Colleen Saren, who was a professor at the university. Like it just came into my mind. And so I called her that afternoon. She goes, oh my God, that's so weird that you called me because I'm leaving and they're looking to replace me. And I said, well, I'm just put in my notice at my job. Yeah, let's, who should I talk to? And she goes, I'll tell Aaron and Aaron will call you and Aaron called me that afternoon and then I called then Francisco called me that afternoon and this was like all worked out like that so leap of faith right uh, it worked out and so I've been teaching there this is going to be my third year I love it the students are so much fun they're a lot harder to deal with than eight-year-olds honestly or 10-year-olds or 12-year-olds because uh, they don't want to listen to you <laughs> no but they do it's fun. And I teach my class and get to connect with these students. Like I said, one of them illustrated my book. I get to know like the language and like what's going on. And then I can come home and work on my other projects. It's amazing. I'm not at behind a desk from eight to five. No, that's great. I I think I, I've been adjuncting for years and then I decided I, th I think the posting came up there and I'd kind of thought about it off and on over the time. And I, I did not just shut everything down because I was running my own company. So I couldn't just, you know, do that sort of leap of faith. But, but I do find it was weird. That I was like, I was like, Oh, I always figured, you know, normally I was like, I'll run the business until, you know, the clients tell me I can't anymore and I'd have to shut it down for a reason. But I was like, Oh, we actually did fine. So I was like, Oh, I actually, <laughs> it's, it's weird to actually like, it was weird to to close the full-time job by by choice i guess yeah. i didn't expect yeah. that part of it what classes are you teaching it's it's um graphic design and website design classes and they change by quarter so yeah. they're on the yeah. quarter system so cool we'll have to chat um, about what the projects you're doing yeah also the other thing i found out is textbooks speaking of books like all of a sudden the one textbook that uh that, that was in our, our one class is like they're like, oh, it's not being printed anymore. And I forget I forget, you know, in design, these are little 
this is one of the companies that went that went that's no longer publishing books. So I assume they're going to publish it until whenever, and there there won't be an, a new edition. And I was like, oh, where, where where do you go and find new textbooks for your classes? Because I guess that's part of a job now. I don't use a textbook. Oh well, that's helpful. That's one way to <laughs> to find them. It is, yeah. PDF. PDFs. Okay. Textbook PDF. I, I think that class was a hybrid and mm -hmm. and we were told that some of the kids may or may not have been able to find the book. But but all the kids, when I talked to them in class, they're like, we found it online, but I think it was an older version. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, so so because it's a hybrid class, it's like I will move the book discussion offline so they can use their PDF that they found. Yeah. Um, because they can't bring this thing in the class. So right. so that but I was like, I guess, I guess that's how I'll solve it for this quarter. And we'll we'll see when the class is held again what what we do. Um, I actually was a adjunct at um Omaha Community College. That's the name, right? Uh, really Metro nice it's Metropolitan yeah. Community yeah, College. Metropolitan yeah. Community oh, okay. It's fun. I love that place. I mean, and all the students are really good designers from my experience. I think they feel like it just felt, it felt like they all wanted to be there. They're all super dedicated. I, I have high regards for that. Well, that's why when you said it's harder to deal with them than eight-year-olds, I've had the op opposite because normally by the time you get younger, younger kids are usually told they have to do things um, or they're, or you're in, or if you're in like junior high or high school, it's like they're required to take so many classes. But by the time you get to second year of college classes in your major, that's your choice. And so yeah. you should want to be there at some level. I'm not at saying everyone, level. but. Yeah. There's handfuls that for some reason, you're not exactly sure what they're doing. No, no. <laughs> so. Well, Jen, it was great talking to you. And hopefully we'll catch up with you again soon. Once again, the the book is skipthebadsongs.com and art gang is found where what's the place creative creativeartprojects.com creativeartprojects.com okay all i know is the daughter she she uh opens the app and so it's been downloaded so that that's all that's all i know about it so but she loves awesome. it yeah well thanks so much it's been so fun talking to you today Likewise. Yeah. Uh, she was actually upset when I closed the office because she liked to come visit. There was a lot of fun there, you know, and you hung out like like in the summer. She was even there a couple full days and stuff. But uh, I told her that that if we moved it to the spare room of the house, I would bring her a desk. And so she has her own desk, which is what she uses for her stuff. And then I think that makes it better. Yeah. Good dad. We, we, we all do what we can, so. The Reflex Blue Show with Donovan Beery is hosted at 36point.com. Music by Dust Lab.